y'all. It's Lace. It's Catherine. And this is a catch-up episode of Cheaties Podcast. It's a catch-up episode, and I must tell y'all how cool it feels to have watched Catherine Blanford on her television debut on none only than The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon last night. Folks, we are recording the day after. I don't even see Catherine on the screen because she is floating so high up in the clouds. Holy shit. What a time. What a night. This is our very first time speaking uh, because I'm sure you've been bombarded all night long and all morning long with calls, texts, stories, mentions, and the like. Um, This is incredible. I'm so excited for you. First first thoughts, first feelings. Go for it. Oh, I don't... don't, doesn't feel real. I in my head, I kept trying to like bring myself down and not hype myself up because if I get hyped, I will just I, I'll just vibrate, yeah, off the floor and through the wall. And I was I trying it. to keep myself as mellow and as chill as possible. Um, so I kind I'm always like everybody here is just a human being. Jimmy Fallon's just a human being. Mm-hmm. We're all just yeah. human beings. I kept telling mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. everybody here is just the same we're all gonna die one day like the yep. crazy stuff you have to t- say in your head to keep yourself normal um but it it was the greatest i would say maybe 32 hours of my life i flew in tuesday i met michael cox the booker of fallon uh at the the olive tree the restaurant above the cellar and he's like okay we're gonna run it a couple times at all the cellars room the cellar rooms so we literally walked downstairs to the cellar. We're waiting in the hallway and Colin Quinn, well, Jim Norton was up. Then after Jim Norton, Colin Quinn goes up. There's 15 minutes. And then I, I just have to follow Colin Quinn. Just a legend. At the no cellar. big deal. No big deal. At just two cellar. legends. Two legends at two the cellar. Legends. In the most legendary place you could possibly be doing comedy. It, to um, prepare for the most legendary television stage that you could possibly ever be on in Dude, the history he, of stand-up comedy. This is so... Yeah, this is my favorite. Michael Cox is like, we're going through... Wait, this is the first time he's going to actually watch my set in person. We've been going back and forth all right. week about things and what can I add? Uh, cut this, da 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 He's amazing, by the mm-hmm. way. Like, the nicest... Oh yeah, coolest down like he's so in your corner. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he, he like he he has to do what is good for the show. Sure, you know as far as like what they'll allow, what the what making sure they're not going to get a lot of backlash as far as content that they put out, etc. But he's also like pro comic first, you know, and he oh, wants he always, you to have fun yeah. for your set. And yeah, man, he he's always so has to work with. Yeah, so so before I go up, he's like, you, he's like, I, I want you. To, to to be big he's like you know have really have fun like act out like like i know you're at the cellar he's like but pretend like you're in the tv studio and he's like even if you bomb it doesn't matter you're not doing it for this audience you're doing right. it it's just for you and me we're right. working this out for the tonight show and he's like but be big lace i go up there and i i'm big oh i'm big mm-hmm. and i i look down and my hand is like my hand holding the mic is shaking. I'm like, I'm on the cellar stage. Yeah. And I say my first punchline and it gets a laugh, like a big laugh in the cellar. And I just like, my whole body was like, holy shit. Did this you leave is your body? literally <laughs> the Mecca moment. Yeah. I was yeah. like, and after that, like, I, I, I mean, I'm sure my, my smile was bigger than my face. And I was up there like, I was having a blast. You know what sure. I mean? Like, I can't believe I remember my set. Like, I don't even know how I, was, I stayed calm. 
But afterwards, I get off, and Michael's like, yeah, okay, so not that big. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, so we, you, he's like, you were laughing at all of your jokes. Yeah. Like, he's like, like you heard him for the first time. And I, in my head, I was like, no, I just was, or I mean, I told him, I was like, I just, that was the greatest moment of my life. Like, I was laughing because I was just, the fact that in I was shock. at the cellar, doing on the cellar, people were laughing at my jokes. Yeah. They're laughing. Of course I'm going to laugh too. Like, the, the most fun I've ever had in my entire life. I, and yeah. he was like, yeah, 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 okay, not that big. Also, that was six minutes. Definitely have to do an under five minute set. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, we walked mm-hmm. over to the village underground after that. Same lineup, Jim Norton, I have to follow him. And then Colin Quinn, I follow Colin Quinn. And I I very much like tried to bring myself down, you know, mm-hmm. like do a laugh at my same jokes, my jokes, da da da. da and uh, we cut some stuff, we da da da. And I get off and he's like, yeah, 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 go back to the first one. He's like, go back to your bubbly self. He's like, that, and I think he realized, he was like, oh, that's just you. You know, I, I think he's more used to working with New York comics who yeah. are very, like, professional, and I'm just this this little... Yeah, and you're not. Like, fairy, mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. you know, like, golden retriever dog, like, up there, like... Ah, 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 ah. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyways, and then and we did another one at, uh, at um, the in the lounge. Uh, I, got, I got to see friend i don't think she's a friend of the pod her her fiance is a friend of the pod uh but caitlin palufo she went up there caitlin palufo fresh off of just for laughs yes yes and i she murdered and i went up and and he had given me kind of some notes and da 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 and like we're going back and forth i'm talking about which i should cut for time and he's like no i really like that one i'm like what about this one and i'm trying to decide and so by the third one i go up and i've kind of like my nerves have kind of calmed a little bit and I, you know, I'm just, I'm in the groove now, you know, like mm-hmm. for a second, it's just so much adrenaline. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm doing it in front of the Tonight Show booker. I'm at the effing seller. Like, this is the greatest moment of my life. Yeah. But the third one, I kind of calmed down. I'd done it. And I walk off stage and I meet Michael again. And he goes, that's it. Because you got it. It's Hell like, yeah. He's like, no notes. He's like, you're ready. And it, that was I'm the gonna moment kind of. Oh, it, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I, and I, I wasn't, I, I was like, kept asking him more questions. He was like, what? He's like, I said you're good. He's like, what else do you? And I, I was like, I'm not used to this. Like, I just, I feel like I always need to better, do better and better and better. And he's like, this is. He's like, now it's just time to have fun. Yeah. He's like, this is the set. He's like, got it. It's great. Like, you're ready. Just go have fun now. Oh my god, it was it's so exciting. That's it so fucking cool. Real. So fucking and cool. Kevin, Catherine. my boyfriend was there, and Laura. They all they were all at the hot the tub for the listeners. Hot, hot tub. tub. Hot tub. Uh, his friend Bryce, who we're staying with, they they were all there, and I got to we like went up uh, to the olive tree afterwards for like a drink and some food, and I'm I mean like I I know who I know who Moses Storm is. Do you know what I mean? Like I sure, I'm, yeah. I love him, sure. and I would just I'd watch I pretty much preparing for this had watched everybody's Tonight Show set on YouTube, and he was he had a stuff in his booth, and we were he was like in the we were sitting down at the booth, and I saw him I. And then he turns around before I said anything to him. And he goes, hey, I love your don't tell set. And I was Very like, cool. And I, yeah, I started, and then we started talking about the, the, you know, a Fallon set. And he was giving me a lot of advice. And then after that, people like, like Sam Morell came up to me and he was like, that's a great set. And it was just, dude, it was, I mean, it, it I, I, it doesn't feel real still. Right. It's un- unbelievable. It's like, it's the dream. It was mm-hmm. literally, it's the dream. Um, yeah. And then, 
I actually like slept fine that night. Uh, woke up. We had two twenty. This huge Escalade came, picked us up. I mean, I have. I'm like literally walking into Thirty Rock with my Target Junior Section backpack. It's stained <laughs> all over it. Like you didn't even get like, a new bug bag for here? this trip. Oh, oh. There was somebody standing outside of 30 Rock being like, Catherine, could I get your picture, though? I was like, what? How do you know who I am? Uh, we they we go through security. Oh, because outside of 30 Rock, so I know this from going to SNL, was the, like, there are fans. They know who's going to be on the show that night. They know all that. So they're literally out there to meet the people. There's paparazzi, and there's also just, like, Fans, just straight up NBC yeah. fans that just hang around outside before and after. So, yeah, I witnessed all that the first time. So that's so funny. So they knew you. It's that's wild. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We go through security and then we just go up through Balance Studio and it's just this hallway of people. Oh, just legends on the walls. Yeah. Legends. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. And we, we go to our dressing room. I have two dressing rooms. Mary Jo sitting there waiting for us. She's already in there. I have Kevin and Laura with me. Well, because you uh, need two dressing rooms, right? Because there's the old you and the new you, like the pre and post. Right, right, right. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. it's like like peasant Mm -hmm. fame. Peasant, Mm -hmm. this is your peasant dressing room. Afterwards, Mm -hmm. here's your famous dressing room. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And we, before, you know, we were kind of, I went, I got got glammed up. Dude, they, I mean, I didn't even know your face could look like that. What the hell? What did they use? I mean, you're gorgeous. Yeah. You're striking, but like, they—I mean, what the hell? That you look amazing. Thank you. And they literally go, "What do you want to? What do you want to do?" And I was like, "Oh, oh, you guys don't know me. I don't know what that even means. I yeah. just put makeup on." And it's like, "I don't, I don't." They're like, "What do you put on your face?" And I'm like, "Um, <laughs> sir, like they—I probably was just." The least important person they've ever talked to. Do you know what I mean? They're like, they're probably used to these celebrities. Mm-hmm. Being like, here's my here's my 15 steps process and whatever, but they were like, okay, we'll do natural, and they were like, we don't have to do a lot to you, and they said they did it, which is like how how no. different I looked with all that makeup on. I'm like, I can't imagine people that the difference that they look if they you know had put more makeup on. It, it was they, it was amazing. We uh we like got to like kind of walk around the studio and see like there there was this wall. This is really cool of like they have pictures and then just kind of like this timeline of everything that has happened in that studio. And they, it is mm-hmm. from the beginning, like before Johnny the, Carson had the show. The Jack, well, it was the Jack Parr show. Then it was the Ed Sullivan show. It, it was before Jack Parr. Something else was there. I don't know. I should have looked at it. I think Mary Jo took pictures, but it was yeah. like in the forties. Well, then it was and, Ed Sullivan, kind of Ed Sullivan, then Jack yeah. Parr, or it was one of the others. And then Johnny Carson know. and then Jay Leno. And then, yeah. 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 It, um, just. Yeah, that's it, incredible. Like, and I know. to realize you're standing there and he's like, oh, and then over here and on the other side of that wall. Also, that's the wall you walk past to go behind stage right before you walk out of the curtain. But yeah. on the other, the other side of the wall, it looked like it was like this used to be a dressing room. And I don't exactly remember how this happened. He's like. For whatever reason, now it's now it's not used as a dressing room anymore. It's just kind of like, like you can't sit on the chair. It's it's like, um, a, I don't know what you're trying to say. Like not a shrine, but you know something like that. Sure, that's like a but like a 
display in a museum, right? Like, right, right. Can't, yeah. Yeah, they have this, he's like, I, I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember the exact story, but apparently Jim Henson was there for, mm-hmm. I mean, it was probably Johnny Carson, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, there's a reason they had to delay the show a couple hours. And maybe they were doing, he was in the dressing room and maybe they were doing construction or whatever. And so there, the drywall had been taken down and there was just this full of pipes, like all these pipes everywhere were, I guess, exposed. And he's like, uh, it got covered up after Jim Henson left, da, 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 da. Years later, they were doing, they were re- doing reconstruction surgery and they had to knock that wall down. And they found all these pipes. He had color, like painted or colored all of these pipes into Muppet faces oh, and like put like God. feathers around them to look like like hair and neck neck and like facial hair. Yeah. But Lace, it was like it was it's it it wasn't like it 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 looks it would have taken me eighteen years sure to do all this this artwork. And he was like yeah. he just was bored in his dressing room for a couple hours. And made the, and then never told anybody, you know. And then they covered it up and like moved on. But who and it would just have covered it like, up? Who was the moron who covered that up? I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy, right? But it was so cool to see. Oh my god! It was. Oh, it was so. I wish I. I. I don't even know if I have pictures. I. Mary Jo. I just. I just pictures. googled it. I just googled it. So if anybody wants to see it, it's just. I. Uh, I started to Google it and it immediately popped up. Jim Henson NBC pipes. It's so freaking cool. I'm looking at it right now. It's incredible. He turned all of the pipes into Muppets and Fraggles. And this is absolutely, yes. this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. That's so cute. Uh, and I love yeah. Jim Henson so much. Such a huge fan. That's awesome. It's what really an cool. awesome piece of art. Who would have covered that up? That's insanity. That person should be fired forever. I mean, they're probably dead now, but they, yeah, they should be fired in their death. Yeah, so, for covering that up. Yeah. I get I, I get dressed. Jimmy comes over to say hi. Did you die? How was it to like meet him when he first so walked cool. up? So he's so nice. He is he like, so? I'm, like, How I'm, have you been? Is he so handsome? I have the biggest crush on him. Yes. Like, yes. he's got to be so skin. handsome. Oh yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. He he had just got done rehearsing this uh this like song parody he was doing with Kevin Bacon on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just changes into a suit. He, he was wearing these rock and roll clothes with a wig on and then yeah. whoop, snaps and he's just handsome in a suit. Walks up and he's like, have you been? I was like, I, this, I was like, this is the greatest 24 hours of my life. I was like, I just did Cellar last night for the first time. He was like, oh, he's, you know, he's so excited. He's like, who'd you see? And I was like, I followed Colin Quinn. And he's like, oh my God. And he tells me this story. He's like, Colin, he's like, I love Colin. He's like, I worked with him on SNL. He's a great writer. He's like, yeah. he's like we, we had him on the show kind of fairly recently and he told a story he was like he he was sitting on the couch and we were uh um about to promote a show of his or something and so he told a joke and they're like oh that's great he's like let's t- cut to a clip and the clip is him saying that joke that's so funny and and he's like and then we were, he was like it was live tv at the time and colin was so embarrassed that's so <laughs> we didn't funny. know what to do he's like He's like, but it's Colin Quinn, so he just made it so funny. Um, That's so funny. And then, yeah, and he walked away. And, yeah, uh, then I do my – I have an awesome picture I'm going to post on Instagram soon. But I go and I do my – my, you do your um, walkthrough rehearsal or whatever. And nobody's in the studio. It's just mm-hmm. cameramen, right? Mm-hmm. And then – but, like, my guests. So Mary Jo, Kevin, slash Hot Tub, and Laura were out there. And then Michael Cox is like, well, I'm going to pretend to be Jimmy. So he sat in Jimmy's chair and 
does the intro and I come out and I'm doing and like there's just this awesome picture that he took from Jimmy's desk of me like working out my set and you just have you just have my three friends like on this the studio's empty besides cameraman and they're just sitting these two little chair these like chairs in the back and it's just like a cool it's the coolest behind the scenes picture. I, the, I, this I is just it's the like coolest my, thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I, I, this yeah. is absolutely, Ugh. I mean, dreams. Yeah, this is stuff of dreams. I don't know if this guy does this for everybody, but there is one guy on the main camera, the, you know, the one who sits kind of in like a director's chair. He's like up above in the mm-hmm. high camera. And I was told I was, Moses helped me out. Moses Storm helped me out a lot. He's like, go all out on your walkthrough, your mm-hmm. rehearsal, just to get the nerves oh, out. Yeah. It'll see, feel so silly. Because no one's in the room. Sure. this cameraman, and they're setting up. They're not watching you. I did my set, and this cameraman watched me the whole time and laughed, like, like out, like, not just giggle, like, laugh, laughed. Aww. And I was like, do they just put him out there for all the comics to make him feel better? <laughs> he was so, they oh, might. He was, they yeah, might he be was like, he's phenomenal. the best one. Yeah, he probably also loves it, is an too. Angel. Yeah, yeah, he's an angel. I yeah. love him. God bless him. Because he doesn't, <laughs> I don't know if he knows how... How much, how much easier he makes it for comics, but God bless that man. And I had a lot of the other cameramen cracking up too, so I felt good. And get off, and it does feel weird, and it felt stiff. And I, I don't care how professional you are, your first time walking out for tonight's show, like, thank God there's a run-through and a rehearsal, because it's just, there's, it, it's, your, your mind is just like, do you know what the F you're doing right now? This is wild. And, uh, I got some notes for me. And so in my head, I'm like, all right, I got to, he's like, he's like, just loosen up. He's like, interact with the audience, you know? Uh, so I'm, I'm like kind of nervous, you know, I'm like, all right, I gotta, I gotta have fun, Kevin. You've got to have fun. You gotta, you gotta loosen up. You gotta, you yeah. know, this mom spaghetti. So, um, show starts. They, they do, they do their rock and roll thing. Kevin Bacon's out there. Joe Coy goes out there. I met Joe Coy when he came in. He, he walked in and he said hi to me. God, he is the nicest dude. Nicest dude in the whole wide world. Uh, he goes out there and he's having so much fun on the couch that it helped me. I was like, oh, we're having fun. We're doing this. Yeah, yeah. And um, they're like, all right. It's like, it's your time. I walked out. Jimmy. Ah, I've got, I've got, I'm wearing, I'm wearing, okay, real quick. I'm wearing a freaking uh, uh, sweatshirt right now. And I literally have chill bumps up my freaking arms underneath my sweatshirt right now. This oh my god, cool I'm feeling it. Oh my god, Jimmy my is. nipples. I can feel it in my nipples. Like just Dude, imagining was, like walking out there. When I I had chills and my all dude, if I ever do this again, tell me to splurge on another brawl. I have one target brawl. That's all I wear. <laughs> I had such my fucking nipples were were darting out of my target brawl and through my purple shirt I was going to wear on the I was just like yeah. I almost had to go to wardrobe and be like Y'all got tape because I, I got to tape these itty bitties in. Because I, I think I was so nervous. My nipples were nervous. Like my nipples wanted to run outside my body. Uh, luckily, I don't think I had bad nipplage. I don't know. I haven't. It didn't look like headlights. it. I didn't. Okay, well, I wasn't staring at your tits, but I did not right. notice it. I think if they would have been sticking out, I would have been like, what the hell? Because, yeah. But I didn't right. notice yeah. it. I didn't notice it. Thank God. They, yeah. they behaved when they needed to. Yeah. But right before I go out, you hear Jimmy... <laughs> He goes, they don't have, they didn't put this in the actual show, but you know, he, cause it's not live. So they could, it's right. fun also like when they're doing interviews, like him and Kevin Bacon were doing an interview and they, 
they go off on something and he's like, yeah, we'll cut this out. But it, and they kind of rip on something that yeah. they know they're going to cut. It's fun yeah. to, yeah. Or, or like, it'll be like, I didn't say that right. And they'll do the joke again. And the audience is so fun. They're just trained. They oh, yeah. just laugh as loud no matter what, even though oh, yeah. they've already heard the joke. Um, well, t- so let's remind the people. So those of you listening, not everybody understands how that works, but they, those tonight show, any, any late night show, they start, they, they film them the day of just a few hours earlier though. Like it's usually four yeah. o'clock, right? Four, five four PM they go. Yeah. Five. five. So they do the rehearsal, what at like three or four or something like four, right yeah. before. And then, and then they immediately go into the full. So I've been to a taping of Jimmy Fallon um, when he hosted the, Late night, late night with Jimmy Fallon. And so I got to sit through the rehearsal and then I got to sit through the late night thing. And a lot of people don't realize they think it's live or they think it's recorded like days, but it is that day. It's crazy. Like how they edit that and like make it happen so fast. It's so crazy. Yeah. I, it's the, the, the machine behind it is yeah. wild. You just see like backstage, there is, there is tons of crew and they have, they're yeah. so well oiled, like. Yeah. Ooh, they, they, and they do it every day. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're, they're, it's, yeah, the machine is strong. Um, that's how it was. That's what I was trying to describe in that episode where we taught, where I taught, when I went to SNL, like that's how it felt. It was just, yeah. I've never seen anything like it. It was like looking at the inside of an engine in a car. Like you're like, Holy, how does everybody like, like you said, it's a, it's a well-oiled machine and they like, they just do their thing. They just do it. And I no. bet it's even like more tight at, the tonight show because they're doing five a week. That's just, yeah. that's so cool to have been there in the middle of that. So, I'm, ugh. Ah, you're part of it, Catherine. So I'm standing ah, behind the curtain. So, okay. I'm holding my mic ah! and you hear Jimmy just go, okay, what's about to happen next is a really, really big deal. And he, he's such a, he's so pro comic and he's like about to introduce somebody. And this is her television debut. And he was like, this is, he's like, this is the ultimate, like the ultimate experience for somebody who, who is in standup comedy, who is a standup comedian. He's like, and he just, I, I wish I could have that on TV. Like he was so nice about hyping the audience up for me. And he was like, she, you know, he, she was like, she's going to do great. He's like, please like, sh- you know, like understand how, what a triumph it is for her to get to this point and what she's about to do is is incredible um it was great and then he did the intro so then the band plays like a song and then he goes like ladies and gentlemen um uh making our television debut please welcome the very funny Catherine Blanford I walk out and you gotta go you gotta acknowledge Jimmy so I just did a little wave you gotta acknowledge the roots and you hit your mark there's a yep. little bold clover on the floor yeah so yeah Jimmy put that in and uh you don't, you're supposed to be under five. I think I was five thirty. Ah, what are they going to so, do? So you can't, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's like, like, you can't let the audience, like, you, you have to like get into it pretty fast. Uh, um, and I did and it just, it was so fun. I hit everything. They had cue cards. I never looked at them. Um, got off and Jimmy comes over. He's like, he's still cracking up. And we go, he's like, takes me to the couch. I, they said they did, they had the couch, they added the couch because um, of time. Like, I guess mm-hmm. they had time for it. I think sometimes mm-hmm. they don't do the couch. They, I don't know. Anyways, we sit down on the couch and, like, of course, I'm like, Spade says hi. David Spade says hi. I've been doing shows with him 
And he and we we're laughing about Spain and how he never texts, he only sends audio messages. Yeah, yeah. And we're cracking up about that and and he just like complimented me. He was like, That was incredible. He's in and then we're still talking. He's like, Oh, we gotta go. And we like stood up and, and we then we walked off the set together and through the back doors and then he complimented me again. He's like, Please come back. He's like, I'd love to see you again. Oh my god. And uh and I walked back, and, and then everybody backstage was clapping for me. <laughs> it was so cool. And Michael Cox was like, that was it. He's like, you did it, kid. He's like, that was it. And I was like, really? I was like, no notes. He's like, no. He's like, you nailed it. You nailed every line. Like, you, you, you're having fun. and Yeah, you did. Um, you sold every good. single line. Every single line, like, you're being paid for it. Like, it was it was great. It was, you you were fantastic. You were on. You were Thank You were you. focused. You were on, you were the best version of, of Catherine. I mean, I've seen you looser and I've seen you more comfortable, like, you know, at a show you've done a million times, but like for television, you were perfect. You could not have looked better. You could not have sold those lines any better. You, God, it was, it was, I was so proud. I was, I mean, I've never been so sad to be in California doing the coolest thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, while I'm in the middle of, of this, I'm like, there's this chunk of me, my, my chunk of my fucking heart was over there. Cause I was like, Oh my God. Like I would have killed, I would have killed to be there with you watching it. But, Oh man, you, you, it was great. I'm so, Oh man. Uh, I'm just, <laughs> I'm genuinely like, I mean, I've sent you a lot of sappy messages and said some sappy shit in the last week, but I I genuinely mean all of it. Like I've seen so many people skyrocket in this business and I just know huge things are coming for you. And I know that, uh, I know how hard you've worked and I know everything. I mean, you, you like to play like you're, Oh, I don't know. I'm just, uh, look at me. I'm so dumb and blonde and All I right, don't wash. On. Yeah. But you know, those things are true, but I also, <laughs> I really don't wash. And those I things are true, but did, I did not shave my legs. I had the hairiest legs for Fallon. It was disgusting. Oh, good. I hope they I made mean, little noises inside your little pleather pants. <laughs> Oh, God, it was hard to walk out of the curtain because the wind blowing on them just flew me back. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I'm, I'm going to say, but behind all of that, for, for the people who don't know, it's you are an incredibly dedicated person in, in your life. And you, you focus and you, when you know what you want, you go for it and you don't let other people hold you back. And I envy that. I envy those qualities in you because I have a tendency to self-sabotage and I've just watched you just overcome so much and just, I don't know, um, get yourself where you need to be without relying on other people to get you there. And it's a really, it's a really beautiful quality. And I'm just proud of you. I'm just, I'm just so proud of you. We've spent hundreds of hours of talking in the last two and a half years and we've known each other shit since you started comedy in Atlanta. Yeah. And, uh, I, it's, it's hard to be super excited for other people when you're in a business like this. And I've never, I mean, I am so genuinely excited for you and proud of you. Like it felt really good to watch that and you looked so great. So thank you. Thank you. I, you're welcome. I thank you. Um, 
yeah, I don't, it's the great. I mean, it, dude, I, I you're gonna be up there one day, and I, I'm so excited for you. I mean, you're. Totally- I would love to. I mean, yeah, the Tonight Show's the dream. That's the big thing. That's the that's the big big dream. I mean, You'll Conan, Conan too. But then freaking they took his show away, so now I'm like, man. Um, yeah. But you know, I don't know. I hey, listen, I'm about to be so. Okay, all right, I. We don't have a whole yeah. lot of time to do this episode. I've got to jump off because I've got to go be on set. But I haven't been able to announce yet on this podcast um, because legally I haven't been able to since I've only been allowed to since two days ago. Tell everybody that why I'm out in California and the big news I've been trying to hint at that I'm not allowed to talk about. But I made it to the semifinals of America's Got Talent. So they had the big... Woohoo! They had the big uh, judges deliberation episode this Tuesday night. And I've known for, I don't know, a little over a month or so now. And so I've been prepping, I've been going back and forth for my next set on stage uh, for the next round and all that. And then I found out I'm in the first group of semifinalists, which is wild. They, they, so they did all their deliberations and everything. And they went from 139 acts that they showed on television down to 55 acts. And I, I'm in one of them and they're only going to take 10 total to the finale. So every week, um, on, so, oh, so I should say I'm here now. They have us here early because this is not pre-recorded like the last round. This is live on TV. So the next time y'all see me on America's Got Talent, it's going to be Tuesday, August 9th, 8 PM is when it starts on Eastern, Eastern standard time. So I'm pretty sure. I don't know if they're going to play it, if it's not going to be a hundred percent live on the, on Pacific coast and it starts at eight then too. I'll figure out more. It doesn't matter. Just look it up, look up NBC, look up, uh, America's got talent when it comes on wherever you are. But, um, eight o'clock, uh, five o'clock here, I'll be going live on TV. There's no room to mess up when I hit that stage and I have to walk out in front of a live audience in front of Simon Cowell. Sophia, Heidi, Howie, Terry, I walk out in front of them and then that's it. There's no editing. There's no going back. There's no room to mess up. Um, and America gets to vote this go round. So it's, I mean, the stakes couldn't be higher for what this is because every week, every week they're only going to show 11 acts. And then the next night we hit the stage and they announce, they eliminate everybody. I think it sounds like it's like pageant style. They like eliminate everybody down to two people and then they go, all right, you two are going to the finale. And then we find out if we go to the finale or not the next day, the next day. So, and of course I'm here with like some of my favorite acts in the entire show. Of course, in my episode is like some of the best of the best. I've got a gold buzzer winner I'm up against. I've got all this. So, you know, if we were doing statistics right now, uh, chances are this is my last time on the show, but I, you don't I, know that. I know, but uh-huh. I'm just saying I'm having a blast. Like I'm, I'm genuinely yeah. having fun, but I'm trying to be like realistic about it. And I don't want to go in with, you know, too much, you know, too big of a chip on my shoulder. And I don't want to go, you know, I feel, I feel worthy to be here for sure. You I, and You've and I'm, I'm going to have a great you, time. You, yeah. But you damn well deserve it. Thanks. And yeah. yeah. And this is just your, this is your time to, to show, show off and do you. Yeah. It's been, uh, it's been fun so far. So I've got to, so today I'm doing a run through, uh, in the rehearsal space of my final 
uh, cuts and everything for my final. For you my got set. a bunch approved that you weren't yes. sure it was going to be approved. Right? Yes, which felt great. Which I'm sure yeah. you, you know felt great when you found oh, out yeah. your stuff was approved too. Like yeah, that's a whole personality disorder. They weren't going to let me. God, thank God, thank God they let you do the freeze tag thing. Thank, thank God, all that stuff yeah. worked. I'm so glad. I'm so glad they let you. But yeah, I um the stuff I was worried about not getting not getting approved got approved, so that's great. And, oh my God. All right. So my favorite part so far was, and I'm sure for you too, like, was uh, wardrobe. I, well, I don't know. They didn't, you brought your wardrobe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would love to have been fitted. That's amazing. Yeah. I wish I could have. That. Yeah. I wish I could have for, for the you. first for the first round, but yeah, I brought my own stuff first round, but y'all, this was the coolest thing. So the wardrobe, which shout out to Larissa Ricci, Ricci, like Christina Ricci. She is... Oh my God, an absolute dream come true. I want to be her best friend and live in her pocket. She was the coolest person. She has a great eye. She knew exactly what my vision was for my outfits. And uh, I walk in and Catherine, she had purchased so many outfits. Like I, all I said was I want shorts and I still don't know. So this is not that big of a spoiler because I have no idea what my final pick is going to be because we had to pick a top four. And, um, but I said, I know I want shorts. I want leather shorts, some sort of camisole or something, but I want like a big eighties blazer. That was my, that was my vision. And then I was like a flashy shoe. So I get in and I walk into like this wardrobe tent that they built inside the auditorium. And it is a rack of, I don't know, 20 to 30 bright color blazers, uh, like 10, 15 pairs of leather shorts, all different sizes, styles. That is a dream. I mean, and they're all like most, so there's some stuff that's like normal brands. And then there was all this like designer brand stuff in there. And I'm like, I don't even know what I, I don't they return the ones they don't use? So much money. Yeah. They return, they return it all. So they have all the, they have all the, they have all of the tags on everything and, and everything where it came from and all this. Then they've got like all these flashy shoes. Like I said, I wanted Betsy Johnson like the rhinestoned out shoes and they had like the blue booties and the, and the green ones and the, all these, like all these freaking amazing, incredible shoes, all shapes, sizes, everything for everything. And, uh, I mean, it was just, it was a dream. It was an absolute dream. And then she had stuff that I had not even pictured in there. Um, and I was just blown away. And then it was just so smooth. So cool. Oh my God. A whole table of jewelry an entire table of jewelry to choose from like all these multicolor rhinestone earrings, all this gold jewelry, all oh. these rings and necklaces and all this stuff. And I was like, it was heaven. It was like an hour of absolute heaven trying on all this, all these things. And, um, we got it down to, well, we had to pick four, but I have my top two favorites and I've never felt like. They pick out of the top so four. Cute. Yeah. The show picks out oh. the show. Yeah. But uh, my top two favorites. The ones you I've, sent me are adorable. Right? Dude, that is, that's a dream. Honestly, that's. I'm so happy. Like, yeah. Yeah. Dude, just getting really to, cool. just getting to like wear a dream outfit on yeah. TV. And something I mean, that you know that. that people bought for you, like with yeah, you in mind. You and, and Yeah. And they, and they asked what I wanted. They didn't just go, hey, you're going to wear this, you know, which that was really, really cool because, you know, I've been in fittings before I've done wardrobe before, but it's always been for acting roles. And so you have zero say. So. You have no say. Yeah. 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 No. They, and they're like, Oh, you're playing a reporter. And then you just walk into a room of all Brown and Navy blue. 
and you're just like, okay, you're in a wardrobe trailer and there is just the most muted, boring, solid color clothes that you've ever seen in your life. And then they're like, all right, is it going to be wide leg pants or straight leg pants? It doesn't matter because we're only shooting you from the waist up. Yeah. And then they're like, "Mm, only tiny. We can only do studs and they're going to be silver. And that's it. (laughs) So that's all you can wear in your ears. You can't do anything else. And it's always just kind of like, and you, you know, you don't even get to wear lashes or anything fun. So I get to like glamor it up and I'm, I'm just so freaking excited. I want to say what I'm going to wear because I, 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 I want to put it out there that I want that number one outfit. But if I do, I just think it's funny because it's very, I've noticed last night watching you, I was like, oh my God, it's so similar to what you wore. Yes, it is. Like it the really color, is. like the color blocking. I'm like, yeah, oh my yeah, God, yeah. I might be wearing. It really is. I'm definitely wearing black pleather shorts or leather pleather, whatever okay. shorts. Those are, that's a, that's a given. And then I'm definitely With wearing. legs. Remember to do that. I, yes, thank you. And I brought my tanning stuff too, so I can make sure those legs are going to look like they don't belong on my body by the time right. they're on TV. You're going to have, you're going to have big bird legs. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just, just one color. That's bottom right. orange. Bottoms orange. That's right. That's exactly yeah. what everybody's going to see. So, uh, I'll have them legs ret to go for television, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about the wardrobe, super excited about performing. Like I said, the other acts that are here are great. They've all been pretty cool. I am rooming across the hall. I'll say this. There is one of the acts that um, I love. They're great. Big fans. Um, it's dogs. And there are six Do they, poodles. They have a hotel room? Uh-huh. And their hotel room is directly across the hall from my hotel room. So I have two rooms directly. Literally, I can open my door and you can see there are two rooms right there um, with six poodles in them. And when their handlers walk out (laughs) of the room, uh, the dogs lose their ever-loving minds and act like they are about to be left for the rest of their lives in this Hyatt. They start to scream and whine and bark. And I'm like, and then I have to leave. And then I just leave for hours and just go walk around Pasadena because I'm like, I can't, I can't live like this. Yeah. So that's fun. Are you in the show Sing? Why why are you competing against dogs? Dogs. Is there a person also in the act? Yes. So they have a person in the act? Yes. But they have like, it's a whole group of people. I don't, I think they're like a family or something, but there's the main, it's a little girl. It's a little girl who comes out and she's like in little pigtails. She's super cute. She's so sweet. This morning we ran into each other in the hallway and she goes, Hey, uh, I'm so sorry about the dogs. And I go, Hey, listen. They don't, I said, I love dogs and they don't do it at night. And so that's okay. She goes, okay, okay. But I think they know that they walk away and those things go. Six of them in a hotel room? Six poodles. One huge poodle and then five miniature toy poodles. They all look like toys. They literally, they're, they're called toy poodles, but they literally look like little stuffed animals. But you know what? They don't sound like stuffed animals. They don't. I love dogs. However, dude, I hope you get bit. I really, <laughs> truly hope you get bit. I hope one of the contestants bites you, <laughs> and they have to be like, "We have to kick you out. You can't bite the other contestants. You can't bite I the hope other contestants." You get bit. Listen, I'll bite them back. All right. I know. I know. I'm competitive. You'll punt them. Uh, yeah, listen, I'm pretty sure a couple of them ride scooters and, um, 
they can scoot their little happening? asses right down the hallway. Start, yeah, how do you start this this how do you start talent scooter poodle gang? How do you start? How that? do you do that? Why do you do that? There's so many starving people in the earth. No. Why do you start thinking about doing that? You know who's not starving? These well-fed poodles. I tell you that. These poodles. Fucking <laughs> oodles of poodles crossing yeah. the fucking hallway from me. But they're great. They're great. They're great. But <laughs> okay. So tell. Can reiterate one more time. Okay, one more time Your... before I gotta go. Oh God, it's okay. I got. I've definitely gotta go. Um. Okay. So most important How thing. How people vote for you when? Please. Okay. So Tuesday, August 9th, folks. Tune into NBC and listen. I know everybody says, oh, I don't have cable. I don't have TV. I don't blah, 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 blah. You don't even have to watch the show as long as you log on to NBC, find NBC. I think it's PeacockNBC.com or NBC.com. Just Google NBC. Go to the go to the America's Got Talent page. Click on how to vote. Go there and you can download the app. Um, then there's ways to do it where you don't have to download an app. If you don't have any room left on your phones, you can do it through a site as well. There's multiple options for y'all. So just go and you have to vote within the right time frame, though. That's the only issue. So even if you don't watch the show, just know that at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesday, August 9th to 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday morning, the 10th. You have, that's your window to vote for me. So it's about 12 hours. It's, it's like, a or yeah, 11 hours that you have to just log in and vote. And from what I understand, didn't know this before, every email address gets 10 votes. Okay, that's what I was going to say. So 10 votes, how, you know, you can create at least 30 email addresses within that time frame. So 30 <laughs> times 300. Listen, so you have, I'm not, I'm not saying 300 is your quota. <laughs> Okay. Every cheaty's listener. Every cheaty's listener. If y'all, if y'all just you know, listen, I'm not saying it. Catherine's saying it. I'm not saying it. We've but. got we've got Gmail. We got Yahoo. I think AOL.com still a thing. Hotmail's still a thing. But hotmail. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So get creative with it. You know, yeah. we want to see. We want to see all your email addresses. <laughs> um. So yeah, just kind of ask off of work for that day. Make sure you've mm-hmm. got your computers charged up, and get to work on those fake email addresses. Yeah, yeah, not not. It's not hard, folks. We're not asking for a lot. Okay, just all of your time, energy, uh, and votes. That's it. Hey, and I'm posting stuff on my Instagram as well. I'm starting an email campaign too. So if you haven't uh, sent your email into Cheaties, um, we have a little subscriber pop up. It's gone for right this second, but our website designer is adding it back in because she just released a new website for us. And, um, she had to remove it, but she's going to make that part live either way, go to the contact page, email us, and then we will have your email addresses and I can do an email campaign as well to remind you. And then you can take that forward it to everybody in your email, uh, address book. And then on Instagram as well, I'm posting and I'll be posting way more. You'll be sick and tired of me posting, but please, you can go from there and share, 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 share it in all your networks, private groups, um, whatever, just put the word out that, you know what, uh, there is a, there is a uh, woman comedian, and that's important, okay? There's never been, first of all, there's never been a comedian that's ever won America's Got Talent. Um, it hasn't? Drew Lynch didn't win? No. Mm-mm. He was in the finals. He didn't win. No no stand-up comedian has ever won the show. It's 17, this is the 17th season. So, um, and it's super important for women, just representation for women in comedy. And you know what? Just help me, help me at least get forward a little bit more, okay? Um, yeah. Other than that, y'all, we thank you so much. 
we're both overwhelmed. Y'all, those who've, who've been with us from the beginning know where we started. Y'all know, <laughs> y'all know us. Um, and this is all insane. This is completely insane. I, I can't believe we can say that both of us are on NBC, one of the coolest, greatest, most legendary television networks, um, have had both of us on within a week. It's, it's mind blowing. This is it, it really y'all. is. Hey, really listen, is. if this is, if, if anything, it's a reminder that, um, dude, if you get cheated on, <laughs> it's only up from here. All mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Listen, cheat, getting cheated on isn't necessarily a bad thing. Okay. No. Look what can come of it. Okay. You might be on NBC next year. You're getting cheated on right now. Next year, NBC. Okay. Remember yeah. that. That's right. Stabbies. That's right. Oh, that Stabby. was inspirational. I should God, have my that own was beautiful. Show. That was really good. Thank that you. Really good. Right. Um, Okay, y'all, thank you so much. Don't forget to vote for me on AGT and go follow Cheaty's podcast, share Cheaty's podcast with everybody. And be sure, if you have not, go rate and review us on iTunes. Um, or Sorry, it's not iTunes, technically. It's Apple, what is it? Apple Podcasts. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Right. Go rate and review us. Uh, if you haven't downloaded Catherine's album yet, go do that. It's Salt Daddy. It's on iTunes. And I have an album that's about to come out. I'm waiting for the release date from the label, but it's going to be in the next couple of weeks. It's called White Trash Cinderella. You can pre-save it by going to my the link in my bio on Instagram or go to my website, lacelarabee.com. There is a way to save it on there on the first page as well. Y'all, I know it's a lot to ask from y'all. If you do nothing else, just vote for me for AGT next week, August 9th. All right. We love y'all. Doodles. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode of Cheaty's Podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen. And if you've been cheated on or you have cheated, you've got a cheating story that we want to hear. Leave us a teaser voicemail at 888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298. And hey, while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Cheaty's Podcast. Follow me, Lace Larrabee, at Lace Larrabee. And follow me, Catherine Blamford, at It's Catherine Blamford. Stay stabby. Go to your ready-made horse. That's all you're good for.